eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. All right, you mentioned the minor leagues and the prospects. So your boys went on a field trip. Why don't we start with that? We should tag in producer Darius here. He should join the practice because he actually rode down 95 in the car with me and my two little kids to go to the Fred Nats game uh, to go see Dylan Cruz's debut. And I got to tell you, we had ourselves a good time. Toby made it out. Now you were on air. Uh, you had to drive uh, separate, so we didn't get to carpool. You didn't get to sit in between the car seats uh, and, and <laughs> hang out with my kids. But uh, you had not been to the Fred Nats ballpark, the A-Ball affiliate, which is gorgeous there in Central Park in Fredericksburg, Virginia. What'd you think? It's a fantastic ballpark, man. It was so much fun to watch the game, and it's an enjoyable atmosphere. So I haven't been a guy that's gone to tons of minor league games. So I've been to plenty of major league games, but – I think maybe only a handful, maybe six or seven now that I've gone to a couple this season, but I haven't been to a whole lot of minor league ballparks, but I mean, just from the couple I've been to and just knowing what the general idea is for a minor minor league ballpark, there's not many better than what you're going to get in Fredericksburg. Like that place is fantastic to watch a game. And it was awesome to get down there and see Dylan Cruz and the boys and a little bit disappointing. We went down there on Saturday, Grant and saw an O for five, which I'm going to blame you for considering he came up with two at bats late in the game and you decided that you don't believe in jinxes. And you said that he hasn't had a game where he didn't get on base this year, this calendar year. And what do you know? He doesn't get on base, but it was fantastic to get down there with the guys and watch that game. And I tell you what, one thing, Grant, before we get into some more Dylan Cruz, one guy that stands out to me, he won minor league player of the week uh, in the Carolina league. I think he deserves some credit for that. Andrew Pinckney looks like a guy that maybe they can, you know, they we've heard nationals people get pretty excited about this guy. Maybe they found a little bit of something there. 
yeah, I want to get into him. We could talk about Yo-Yo Morales and, and, and some of the other things uh, that happened in the minor leagues. Trey Lipscomb's just on a freaking tear right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get into all that in a second. But, but let's stick with Cruz for a moment. So first of all, I did not jinx him, as Toby knows. And everybody knows, <laughs> jinxes are not real, okay? I do not affect the ball game as I am sitting in the stands as a portly fella eating some ice cream with my cheering. All right? I do not affect the ball game. Everybody knows it. If there's a no-hitter going on, we should all scream. There's a no hitter going on. There's a perfect game. You should pick up the phone and call someone and say, there is a perfect game intact because you can't affect the game. Everybody knows that. Uh, I kid. All right. But yes, you're right. I did say, hey, he has never gotten through a game since the start of the baseball season in February without getting on base. And then he lined out on a rocket to the first baseman. And then when I said it again, his final time in the 10th inning, he struck out kind of swinging from his shoes. So he was 0 for 5 when we were there. We picked the wrong one to go to. We went to the debut, of course, the next day. And we called this, by the way. We were sitting there, and I said, (laughs) you know he's going to hit a bolt in his first at bat Mm -hmm. tomorrow. We all kind of chuckled. We're like, ah, probably. Sure enough, first A-B on Sunday afternoon, hits a ball out to the farthest part of the park. Gorgeous swing. 105 miles per hour off the bat, 414 feet, just crushed it. He ended up going 0 for 4 the rest of the game. I did make some loud contact on Sunday as well. So he's 1 for 10. He could easily be 4 for 10, 5 for 10, you know, based on the process and the contact. And and real quick, Grant, we got robbed of the perfect situation for a debut for a draft pick like Dylan Cruz. So – Ninth inning rolls around. We know Dylan Cruz is going to get an at-bat in the ninth because he's leading off the ninth inning. They're down seven to nothing, so we assume his first at-bat in the ninth inning is the last one. So he ends up getting out. Okay, he's going to end the night 0 for 4. Bunch of things happen. They're throwing the ball around the Red Sox affiliate is. They can't get anyone out. They're walking dudes. It's 7-3. to three. Bases are loaded. Two outs. And I believe it was Armando Cruz. It's a grand slam to tie the game seven to seven. So he's the eight hole hitter. Dylan Cruz is batting second nine hole hitter gets up. He hits a single. He takes off on the second pitch of the at bat. Pinkney gets a single into center field. The center fielder overruns it slightly. It's probably the right send. Like we've talked about off air to send the guy around third, the, yeah, the nine hole fastest player too. fly. He sends them and gets thrown out at the plate. But we were robbed, Grant, of a first and third, two outs, bottom of the ninth, game tied, yeah. Dylan Cruz at bat. Well, I was just screaming, and I, I wish I remembered the, who the third base coach was. I, I probably will you know, look it up and be like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. But, uh, but I was like, come on, have a little feel for the moment here. There's 5,600 people here tonight. By the way, none of them have gone home because they all thought Cruz was going to hit again mm-hmm. in the ninth inning. And lo and behold, they're down 7 nothing going to the ninth. Normally, there's no one left at the ballpark, but everyone came to see Cruz. He hasn't gotten a hit. He's batting again in the inning, so everyone stayed. And then they go on this rally, as you said, and they tie the game at 7-7. to Craziest comeback I've ever seen in my life in person. The only one better I can remember watching on TV in organizational history was the, the comeback against the Mets. Was that like mm-hmm. nine runs or whatever that was? insanity i remember watching on masson when they were down nine three or i don't remember the exact specifics uh with the kurt suzuki bomb but this was it felt like that it was so crazy it was one of the quite literally it was the best comeback i've ever seen in person like how many times have you been at a game going into the ninth inning it's seven nothing or whatever and you're like oh here comes the seven run comeback 
And it wasn't even like homers and doubles. It was like errors and a couple of walks and some bloop shots. And now they're in slam range. And as you said, a 160-pound infielder who had homered twice all year <laughs> barrels a ball, just drops the head on it, and kills it over the outfield fence for a grand slam. Yeah. Unbelievable. But to your point, on the next, you know, they, they get the rally going, and, and as they continue uh, on the next sequence, they hit the ball, and you got a chance to have Dylan Cruz at the plate to win the game, and sure enough, uh, they get thrown out. Dylan Cruz has to lead off the next inning. But going back through his outing, at bat number one, ground out to third. His first pitch he saw as a pro, he was first pitch swinging. And remember, Tobes, he was three for three mm -hmm. with three hits on three pitches in the complex league. So he didn't take a pitch in that game. He went three for three on three pitches with three hits. Boom, boom, boom. So his first pitch of his fourth at bat as a pro, his first game in Fredericksburg, first pitch swinging with a runner at first to lead off the game. And he grounds into a double play. Now, he hit it really hard, and it was kind of hugged down the line, and it was a nice play around the, the, the way. But he fell on his face running to first. Like, you you can't make this up for Dylan Cruz. Not only is your first pitch there with 5,500 people who came to see you, a ground ball double play, which is tough, but he's tough to double up. He's got speed. He literally, coming out of the box, was trying to go a million miles an hour to beat it out, and he falls on his face. It was just crazy. So that's how his career started. We're only going up from here. Uh, at bat two was a he crushed a ball to center field on the screws for a flyout. At bat three was just a routine slow ground ball to the shortstop. At bat four was a line out on a rocket to the first baseman. He almost uh, had a guy doubled up in that uh, ninth inning rally because of how hard he hit it. And then at bat five was the swinging strikeout uh, in the tenth inning that I had mentioned. So we saw him go zero for five, and we missed the home run the next day. And while you blame me for the jinx, I blame <laughs> Darius Dameron, who is back with us. We have located Darius. I was trying to bring you in because you made the road trip down 95 with me and the kids, Darius. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, I apologize. I stepped away to, to, to use the restroom. I come back to uh, just uh, asking where I was. I, I, I apologize. But but yeah, we made the trip to Fredericksburg. I rode out to, uh, to your house and then jumped in the uh, jumped in the, the Paulson mobile with you and the, the kids and Ryan. Ryan sat in the middle seat uh, right. to tend to the kids. They were asking lots of questions. They were excited. They couldn't wait to see Gus. Their guy is I, Gus, I mean, man. Their, excitement had me, Gus. their excitement for Gus had me excited to meet Gus because it's my first time meeting him. So, uh, it, I mean, the trip was a blast, first of all. The ballpark was incredible. Yeah, we were talking about I've it. What do you think? I think it's as good an A-ball ballpark as you're going to find. Yeah, I've only I've only been to a few. Um, I've I've been to the Frederick Keys Park uh, back when they existed. I don't. Think oh, Harry Grove can't anymore, touch it. Harry right. Grove can't touch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been there. I've been to Bowie Bay Sox Stadium. I live uh, about ten minutes away from there. Uh, that park was miniature Mat Nats Park, and it was really really cool. Really cool scene. Um, it was really cool to see how the fans packed it out as well. Um, but yeah, the 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 trip was awesome. Yes, it was an zero for five. 
I, I walked away not, you know, I, I wasn't thrilled. I mean, I, I wanted to see more, but I was whelmed. He hit the ball hard a couple times. I love his aggressiveness in the strike zone as well. So that was good to see. But the next day, we got what we wanted, yeah, right? You I mean, got exactly what you wanted. Exactly. I mean, and, and, and by the way, there were 50, I, th- I think I said 5,600, I think was the number. The number two attended game in Fredericksburg's ballpark in history. It's the third year there. They had a Strasburg rehab a couple years ago. They got 58, I think it was, someone told me. So they basically were within a couple hundred seats. And this was as of an hour before the game. So for all I know, based on walk-ups, they might have surpassed it. But number two at the time, all time in that ballpark. So people were giddy to see Dylan Cruz. I wore my LSU uh, T-shirt. And everyone was like, there were so many people there wearing (laughs) LSU gear. And I was just walking around going, go Tigers, go Tigers, go Tigers. So it it was a good time. Uh, And I ate some ice cream. And real quick, to wrap up my comments about Cruz getting robbed of that opportunity at the end, he goes from having the opportunity to do that and be a guy that can walk it off in his debut to being down four after they gave up a grand slam in the tent. So I don't even blame him for striking out in the tent. He's like, I had the opportunity to be the hero in my debut. Instead, I'm a guy that's just like leading off an inning that we all know you're going to lose anyway. So, you know, it is what it is, but... You know, like you said, the next day was the epitome of you hang it, we bang it. And he just got on top of that ball and drove it. What was it, like 105 off the bat, 416, dead center. There was a guy that put a video up on on Twitter or, or X, I guess, of him watching it in the outfield. And you could just see that it was just a rocket, a laser out the center field. So we're going to see a lot of cruise missiles in the next couple of years. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. He also stole a base in his next at bat. Uh, when he got aboard as well, um, right after it in the home run. So showed off some of the tools. And, and I mean, despite, you know, of course we were all there to see Dylan Cruz, but we got to see the other draft picks as well. And I thought that was really cool, especially seeing a guy like uh, Yohandi Morales firing that cannon across the, across the diamond from third to first uh, multiple times throughout the game. Uh, Marcus Brown, uh, who, uh, who else did we, uh, of course, Andrew Pinkney. I, I, I thought it was a, Awesome. Just to be able to see a lot of our very most recent draft picks show off some of their skills right in front of us. 